Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. All right, let's jump right into it today. I was supposed to do a podcast yesterday. Thursdays is when I normally do it. But today is Friday, so happy Friday. Sorry about not doing it yesterday. I have an excuse. Now, yesterday, I don't know if you saw, but on YouTube, I posted a video of, uh, well, of me fishing. And it was very dark, so you can, in the first fish, you can only see, you can't see much, you can only hear what's happening. The second fish, you can see a little bit more. Um, But, well, I lost both of them. I lost both of them. I hooked them with the same lure that I caught the big fish earlier uh, this week. And um, and I hooked both of these fish in almost the same exact place. It might have even been the same fish that I tried to, to get. And he came off the hook both times. And it's just, you could hear it in my voice, the disappointment and the pain and the just the trauma that I experienced losing two fish in a row, like five minutes from each other. Oh, man. But anyway, discombobulated my whole day yesterday. So sorry about that. But I did want to jump into it today. Also, let me say this. Uh, thank you so much for all the encouragement regarding my John Piper content this week. I was actually thinking that I'd probably get a lot of pushback from that content uh, because, you know, normally when I talk about John Piper, I'll get quite a few how dare you's, you know. How, how dare you? How dare you talk about John Piper? Like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but actually, I only got one that I saw. I think only one that I saw. And many, many people reached out privately and publicly to say how helpful they found the content and how sad they are that it's true, essentially, about John Piper. But um, a lot of people have sent me an article that Desiring God wrote earlier this year about, you know, the abortion part of the vaccine and how that's morally very questionable and stuff like that. And so it seems like he's almost reversed course a little bit. Um, I don't know. I I, I just don't know. And I I really don't want to read too much John Piper because, you know, Anyway, so <laughs> so thank you so much for the encouragement. Uh, I thought those videos were really good. I believe uh, every word that I said there, and it's, yeah, it's just a serious thing. But I thought we'd do something a little bit, you know, lighter today. Um, and I haven't done this in a while. Woke Preacher Clips found a good clip of, uh, of Ligon Duncan, who, I, you know, I don't talk about Ligon Duncan too, too much, but he's woke as they come. And um, so here he is talking about immigration. Now, you know, listen, he's he's a conservative leader, so he's got to have, like, some kind of a good idea of what illegal immigration, why, why it's a problem and stuff like that, right? I mean, he's a conservative, definitely conservative. Remember Kyle Howard used to always call himself conservative? I haven't thought about Kyle Howard in so long. Man, I've got some fond memories. Uh, not really that fond, but but uh, yeah, Kyle Howard, he used to always say on Twitter, I am a conservative theologian. It's like, you're not conservative or a theologian. <laughs> I'm a conservative complementarian theologian. Like every word that he said that every self, every way he identifies as himself is wrong. You know, every single one of his ways he identified is just completely insane. But hey, you know, whatever. Let's talk about Ligon Duncan. Let's play it. Oh, I, gotta, I knew that was going to happen. i got to put it in my ear here. Hold on a second. Kind of got to take that call. You know what? I'm just going to make it wait. Let's just turn the volume down. There we go. And uh, this is what I do for you guys. I even, I even, you know, reject calls that I should be taking. Hispanic people than there are people like me in the United States 
in just a, you know, a decade or a decade and a half. And then 20 years beyond that, anybody know what the largest uh, ethnic group is going to be in the United States? I don't know. Asian. Huh. This, this country in 2055 is going to be majority Asian. Dude, that, that's so racist, by the way. Like, Ligon, like, why can't Hispanics have anything? Like, we don't even have, like, our own history month. Nobody cares about Hispanic history month. We don't get talked about in any of your discussions. And then you mention us, and then five seconds later, you're like, well, the Asians are going to replace the Hispanics. Like, wh- dude, how could you be so racist, Ligon? Or is it Ligon? Is it Ligon? It might be Ligon, Duncan. Ligon. Duncan. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you notice, like, Latinos always get left out. They're always left out. And, and I, got a, I got a chip on my shoulder for that. Like, we, we, it's always white and black this, white, black that. Who cares about white, black? How about brown? How about Latino, man? And now all of a sudden, he mentions Latinos, and five seconds later, the Asians are replacing us. Like, I just don't get it. Ligon. Now, a, a lot of folks are scared by that. You know, in, in conservative evangelical circles, oftentimes there'll be a real concern about immigration and especially what? Illegal immigration, right? That'll be one of our big concerns. So, so Ligon's getting ready to, to get above the fray here. Like, mo- mo- most conservative evangelicals are very concerned about uh, uh, immigration and uh, illegal immigration. But, 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 but me, I, the great Ligon, the great Ligon Duncan, can see beyond into the future. Of what we shouldn't be afraid, we shouldn't be afraid to be replaced by the Latinos, and then eventually they're going to be replaced by the Asians. Like, we should be welcoming it. Let's see what his reasoning is. But here's the thing, and, and look, I understand there are all sorts of legitimate things to be concerned about that. But here's the thing: <laughs> what if that is God's plan to reverse secularization in the United States? You know, all of us here, because we're Bible-believing Christians, are concerned. <laughs> about a culture that's growing farther away from God, more opposed to the Bible, more opposed <laughs> to Jesus, more opposed yes, to... Yes, white, white people, they, they just hate God. I mean, it's just part of their nature. I mean, whites, they just can't... They, they don't like the Bible. They don't like Christ. They don't like God. And, you know, you get the Hispanics in there, then we get a little more Christian because, you know, the Christ, the, the Hispanics tend to be pretty Christian. But, but then, then you get the Asians, which are way more Christian. So you got so 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 that's the thing. Like you know, like it's going to be good because whites they just they hate God. <laughs> what if immigration? What if is part of God's strategy to reverse that in the United yeah. States, and that yeah, people yeah. that don't look like me, actually because they believe like me, yeah. are much closer to me than people who do look like yeah, me. Yeah and who don't believe the Bible and don't believe in Jesus and don't believe the gospel. Oh, that gets me excited. You can see even at the... <laughs> that gets me excited. Start twiddling the little thumbs and fingers and stuff. Look, let's, let's look at that again. That was a little weird. <laughs> and who don't believe the Bible and don't believe in Jesus <laughs> and don't believe the gospel. Oh, that gets me excited. <laughs> what is this? You see? Because, <laughs> and, this up that was good let's, let's let's watch what happens when ligon gets it a little too excited <laughs> i promise you there's there's information coming but that, that was too good ligon's getting real excited <laughs> this is what he does <laughs> i don't believe the gospel oh that gets me excited <laughs> 
Oh yeah. Lycan's <laughs> just he's thrilled. That gets him excited. <laughs> By and large, the Asians who have immigrated to the United States oh, and are now part of the culture and are a growing part of the population do not share the secular assumptions of many people that look like me in the Pacific Northwest and in the Northeast of the United States and the Ivy League schools and such. So, and, and it certainly, it gives us a great gospel opportunity. All right, so there's Ligon getting real excited. I mean, just, I don't know if you guys like this as much as I do. I'm crazy. I, okay, let's just stop there for a second. So, so, so Ligon's presentation here, his, his point, is that, you know, there's definitely some legitimate concerns about uh, immigration that people have. What I'd like to do is, because conservatives, the, well, liberals who want to pretend that they're conservative, they'll often say that. They'll say, well, there's some legitimate concerns, and that's how they set it up, so that you're, so it, it's, it's almost a way to make you feel comfortable. It's like, I'm on your side, guys. Like, like I, I, I call your concerns legitimate. Well, which one of those are legitimate, Ligon? That's that's what I'd like to know. They, they'll never say that. They'll never tell you what the legitimate concerns are because that puts them in the crosshairs for the cancel culture to be like, oh, you're a racist, bigot, homophobe, xenophobe, whatever phobe, all that kind of stuff. So the minute he starts to tell you the specifics of what those legitimate concerns are regarding immigration, well, all bets are off at that point. So. So that's just a that's just a rhetorical tactic. He actually doesn't really believe that there's any legitimate concerns. And if he does, he needs to come out and say which what those are, because because that's that's important for us to know. But but you see, so he so he, he starts off trying to get, you know, in your good graces. Well, yeah, your, your concerns are legitimate. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if? You ever see that show, that show Stinky and Dirty? What if? What if? Anyway, what if God's plan, his strategy for uh, for, for 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 conquering the United States for his kingdom, for 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 repent, uh, granting the the nation repentance, for 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 blessing our nation is what if it's bring in the Latinos who will then be replaced by the Asians in ten years, and then that's how we're going to become more Christianized. What if? Right? That's a legitimate question. What if? I agree. What if? That, that could very well be the, uh, the plan. I, I don't know. But you see, th- this is the thing, though, that <laughs> there's, there's, there's God's secret will. Like, like I don't want to get too theological here, but there's God's will, what, what he's going to do. He's going to bring in this nation to judge that nation. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. And then there's his revealed will. Right. And so then there is what he's revealed for us to do, like what 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 he wants and what he wants us to do and how we serve God. There's things that we need to do and things like that. So 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 there's there's two aspects of this. Right. Because here's the reality, guys. God did bring the gospel to many blacks through the slave trade. God chose to do that. That was part of God's strategy for saving many blacks out of Africa, where they were would have probably become Muslims at this point. And here in 2021, a lot of them are Muslims. And my family came from Nigeria. They were brought over in slave ships from Nigeria. Now, if you look at the demographic situation in Nigeria, had I still been in Nigeria, there's a very good chance that I would be a Nigerian Muslim, right? So, 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 so God saved my family, through the slave trade, but, but, and we can, we can do, we can understand that, but also understand that slavery was in an abomination, at least the way it was practiced by 
the Europeans and the and and the Africans that were you know capturing the people and selling them, like we could understand that man stealing is a death penalty offense, so we shouldn't allow it. Um, the, the you know selling people that have been man stolen is a death penalty, so we shouldn't allow it. So so we can do both, right? So we can we can accept the fact and get all excited, just like Ligon, you know, twiddling our finger like this. This is this jazz hand, jazz hands are like this. This is how Ligon gets excited. We can get excited with Ligon, and at the same time be against illegal immigration. And at the same time, be against uh, illegal immigrants voting and stuff like that. We can do both of those things, right? And so he's trying to set this up. It's like, well, don't oppose illegal immigration too much because it could be God's plan. Now, he doesn't outright say that, but that's the whole point. What if? Like, he's trying to draw contrast here. What if instead of being such a bigot, you could embrace it because it could be God's plan? Yeah, it could be. But I've got duties before God. See, God oftentimes saves people through bad circumstances. Circumstances. Let me give you an exa- another example. This is from my own life. Before I was married, before I was a Christian, I was in a relationship with a married woman, right? I wasn't married, but she was, and I was in a relationship with her. Evil! I, I mean, I deserve to die for that crime. I mean, that's a... That, that, listen... When I talk about how 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 we should bring back the law of God, I'm not exempting myself. Like I should that that should have been a serious offense that I was involved in. Our culture treats it like nothing, but like it's it's a joke in our culture, right? But like that's what I was doing. So 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 through that that I was actually brought very low through a series of circumstances. I've talked about this on the channel before. Um, through a series of circumstances, I was b- brought very low. Remember the the woman actually broke it off with me. Good for her because she was married. She broke it off with me, and I was like, "How dare you!" Like I was, I was like, I was like, mad that it that we were broken up. Like I wasn't mad that I was like destroying a household. I wasn't mad that I was sinning before God. I was, I was like, and then I recognized, man, I am a depraved disaster. Like I'm depraved, right? And so that was one thing that kind of led me back to Christ, right? It was there's a few things, of course, at the same time that were all kind of happening providentially. I'll give you another one um, during the financial crisis, right? I was making a ton of money on Wall Street, and um, the financial crisis hit, and then my income took like a fifty percent nosedive almost overnight, all while this relationship is happening too. So, so, so a, a series of like bad things. Kind of brought me to my, to the, the realization that I was a sinner before God. I'm I'm depraved. I'm hopeless. Um, without Christ, and Christ saved me through that stuff. Right? Okay, that was God's strategy for saving me, right, and my family, and it changed the trajectory of my my family and my children and everything like that. Man, God, God is so good, right? But that doesn't mean we shouldn't take adultery seriously. That doesn't mean we shouldn't be against adultery just because sometimes God will save someone through an adulterous affair. Sometimes God will save someone through a financial collapse. That doesn't mean we should engineer a financial collapse. Like, I I just don't even understand the point. What is the point? What are you trying to get these conservatives to do that are just so scared? Like, they're scared. I don't know. I don't. Maybe we should go back and see what 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 hand motions he does for scared. They're so scared, but he wants to get them excited. Don't don't push back against illegal. Get excited with me. I'm excited. <laughs> this is me. I'm like a duck and being excited. Like, what's the point? There is no point here. This is just a way to sort of be like, hey, conservatives, you know, calm down. 
calm down. There's nothing wrong with illegal immigration. There's nothing wrong with uh, you know Im- immigrants coming here and then you have to pay their their uh, their welfare. And there's nothing wrong with any of that stuff, guys. This is part of God's plan. Come be excited. It's like, yeah, it could be part of God's plan because I do believe that God is destroying the United States right now, and that's part of His plan. That doesn't mean I'm gonna try to stop it from happening. I don't want to be destroyed. I don't want my kids' future to be so difficult. I don't like. I I want the Federal Reserve to stop debasing the currency, and I'm gonna fight against that. But I recognize that the fact that the Federal Reserve is debasing the currency is a curse from God. God's doing that, and so it's like I'm not fighting against God. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do according to God's law. But I know full well that the reality is that God might be coming in judgment. It's like Jeremiah, right? This is Jeremiah, right? Where where he preaches because God tells him to preach. He is prophesying because God tells him to prophesy. He says, repent, because God tells him to say repent. But then God says, but by the way, Jeremiah, um, they're not going to repent. I'm going to make it so they don't repent. But still go preach. Imagine feeling like Jeremiah. Jeremiah's like, okay. (laughs) Okay, Lord. You're the Lord. I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm going to go preach. Imagine how he felt, though. It's like, I'm going to go do this because God told me to do this, but he also told me it's not going to (laughs) work. So that's my life now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Listen, I'm not trying to make light of it, but this is, what's the point of this? This is, you know what the point of this is? Lincoln Duncan is trying to keep his conservative bona fides while while giving you progressive nonsense, while saying, oh, it's going to be good, it's going to be great. The fact that they're coming here illegally and you're going to be giving them all your stuff, that's great. It's like it's not actually that great for those that God's judging, though. And the reality is we know, of course, that for those who love Christ, all things work out for their good. We get that. Like this is basic stuff. We understand that even a horrible looking thing, it might, it, you know, it's going to work out for the good of God's people. We get that, right? But that doesn't mean that you don't have a job to do in the here and now. It doesn't mean you don't have a law to uphold. That doesn't mean you have don't have justice to, to met out, right? Like, what's the point of this? This is just so childish. This way of thinking is just so, she thinks he's making a profound point, and he's not. He's absolutely not. I mean, I, I just, I, anyway. When I uh, when I saw this initially, the the first comment I uh, I said, this is a little snark. This is the, the video you just watched is nice, AD. The snarky AD said this: What if? And just hear me out here. What if we should sin more so that grace will abound? <laughs> that's, that's, that's essentially what he's doing. Ignore all that. I mean, just you know, just embrace it. You know, encourage the illegal immigration, maybe because it's God's plan. Grace will abound. It's just very, very dumb, in my opinion. Anyway, that's it for today. I hope you found this podcast helpful. I I did. I did. And again, thank you so much for the encouragement this week. I know I've got a lot of new subscribers due to the John Piper content. A lot of people are kind of discombobulated, but a lot of people have reached out and said, it's so refreshing because I realize I'm not crazy. I know this doesn't sound right, and it just... It's great to see some people talking about it. I heard Joel from Right Response Ministries was talking about it. Good for you. I heard uh, Dave, uh, Dave, uh, James White was talking about it. Obviously, John Harris was talking about it. Like, this is good stuff. I saw a great meme. Let me see if I can find it. This is, uh, gotta go on Big Bear here. A lot of you guys probably don't like Big Bear, but he, I, I find him quite hilarious. He posted a meme that I thought was pretty good. 
Um, and his his whole thing is about the um, you know being called an anti-Semite and stuff like that. Um, but I, I just like the image here, right? Like it, it started off like this. We had the slave master here. We were all standing up to him. And then the slave master, you know, used his tactics and basically everyone kowtowed to the tactics. They bowed before it. But there was like a few of us that were just like, nah, I'm not going to. And now there's more of us that are standing up to this idiot. And pretty soon we're going to be a completely unstoppable force between uh, before the enemies. It's just no question about it. I love this uh, meme um, and all of that kind of thing. This is just good stuff, guys. Anyway, I hope you found this podcast helpful. God bless. Don't forget to tune in next week on Thursday for AD on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Mm-hmm.